Hey there, freedom-loving carnivores. It's Jeff Dornick from Freedom First Network, and I've got a message for you. Are you tired of feeling like your beef choices are under siege? Well, fellow patriots, it's time to fight back with Prepper All Naturals. That's right, folks. In a world where the beef industry is under constant attack, Prepper All Naturals is here to stand tall and proud as a veteran-owned beacon of quality, taste, and freedom. When the guys at Prepper All Natural set out to provide you with the finest beef products, they knew they had a duty to defend America's beef legacy, and that's why we're proud to partner with them, bringing you the best of what this great land has to offer. Whether it's their succulent freeze-dried beef cubes or their premium freezer boxes packed with steaks and roasts, we're redefining what it means to enjoy beef today and tomorrow. And let me tell you folks, their freeze-dried beef isn't just delicious, it's built to last. With proper stores, their beef cubes can maintain their quality and freshness for up to a decade, ensuring you'll never have to compromise on taste or nutrition. But wait, there's more. They're not just in the business of selling beef. They're in the business of defending freedom. That's why they promise to never sell you anything less than 100% all-American natural beef. No lab-grown imposters, no experimental jabs, and certainly no compromises with the woke agenda. So, fellow beef enthusiasts, join us in our mission to protect America's beef legacy. Visit freedomfirstbeef.com and use code FFM for 15% off your order. Because when you choose Prepper All Naturals, you're not just eating well today, you're eating well tomorrow. And together... We'll ensure that beef remains a symbol of freedom for generations to come. Prep for all naturals, where beef meets freedom. Hello and welcome to another episode of the J.D. Rucker Show. I'm your host, J.D. Rucker, and we're going to be talking about the jabs today. Before we do that, I want to make a, a quick detour right up front. Talk about censorship, talk about YouTube, talk about the reason that I have officially dumped my YouTube channel. It's still there, but I deleted all of the content after getting my second strike in, what, two weeks? I don't even think it was that long. I don't, I don't even upload the most controversial videos. Apparently, I had mentioned the jabs or something in the latest video, and uh, I don't even remember saying anything about them, but hey, you know, that's all it takes to get flagged for misinformation, but there's a story that caught my eye uh, over from uh, ReclaimTheNet.com that I thought, yeah, this this is it. This is the reason why we're just going to leave, okay? According to YouTube, users will have to commit to World Health Organization approved practices to be labeled as reliable in algorithm. Reliable in the YouTube algorithm, probably the least reliable algorithm in the world. You can't find anything that you actually want, very similar to the Google algorithm. You know, there was a time when you could find pretty much, I mean, Google and Yahoo, YouTube, both the algorithms that drove the search would allow you to find pretty much anything that you wanted to find. And they let you find it from a diverse range of sources, a diverse range of opinions. Now it's all approved, 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 approved. If you go against the mainstream, your videos will not make it. If you go against the mainstream, your articles will not make it. We were one of the first, My uh, one of my older sites that I still love and <laughs> I still operate, noqreport.com. You know, we used to be a darling for Google. They adored us. Okay, We were in Google News. We were able to get stuff because a lot of the stuff that I, a lot of the stories we wrote, I write fast and we pulled them from Twitter and I had great Twitter feeds, people that I was following where I could get a story up, breaking news, up ahead of everybody. CNN, New York Times, Fox News, even some of the um, some of the rapid response news outlets like the Gateway Pundit, you know, we were able to get out there very, very quickly and usually first. And so 
we would get tons of traffic from there. That changed in 2019 when I kind of got into a little bit of a clash with Bill Gates. Uh, it, long story there, but bottom line is that's when I pretty much started my journey to eliminate Google completely from, from uh, well, every aspect of life and definitely every aspect of my digital presence. YouTube, we did have a channel, as, and as I've explained before, <laughs> this being my fourth channel, uh, we didn't... The only reason I ever had a YouTube channel to begin with and why I continue to have one is because when it comes to search, and it's not just Google, when it comes to Bing search, Yahoo, DuckDuckGo, Brave search, any of the various search engines, if you do a search for for my show or anybody's shows, you're only going to find either the YouTube version. Occasionally, you find if there's a podcast, you'll find the Apple podcast version, but Rumble, Brighteon, BitChute, Gab, any of the places where I put my videos for for real they just you couldn't find them so i thought i thought you know, it's not a big deal i'll just take my old old youtube channel it's got some of my song playlists on there and i'll i'll just throw my videos up there that way at least some of them you know most of them i couldn't put up there anyway because i knew they would get me banned but at least some of them would be findable in in the search engines well after the second strike yeah, I I don't want to lose my playlists. This account's like over ten years old. It's where I, I get to to listen to uh, whatever <laughs> Kings of Leon or whatever is on my playlist. So, bottom line there is that now I just you know what I just deleted all of my content. Done. No need to ever post a single thing to YouTube again. And. If you're a doctor, if you're a nurse, if you're a medical researcher, if you're in the medical industry at all, now Google is going, or YouTube, well, through Google, uh, YouTube is going to be labeling you as either reliable or not. And the only way you can be reliable is if you get with the program, okay? If you're a healthcare provider of any sort, you are either blacklisted or not. And it's funny how they position this. You know, there was a time when these types of psychological tactics, these types of draconian tactics would be considered fascist. Okay. And I would say that, well, they still are. And you guys, my watchers, my viewers, my listeners, they, you will, you will understand that. But the vast majority of people are like, oh no, that makes sense now. You know, gaslighting has taken over much of Western society to the point that this move to basically force healthcare providers to either acknowledge and accept the World Health Organization and the various agencies' medical decisions or get labeled as misinformation, disinformation, and definitely not certified or approved as a trusted source, well, you get the idea. Let me read from the article. In an attempt to limit health misinformation, YouTube announced it will certify, certify, ooh, there's, again, psychological technique here. It will certify medical professionals as reliable and authoritative. Uh, sources of information. In a blog post on the platform's website, its global head of YouTube Health, Dr. Garth Graham, said, quote, YouTube Health has been working on additional ways to help doctors, nurses, and mental health professionals and healthcare information providers to bring high-quality health information into the spaces that people will visit throughout their day, like their favorite video sharing app. <laughs> to apply, <laughs> you got to apply, though. To apply to be labeled as reliable, users have to submit their license and adhere to the best practices for sharing health information set by the World Health Organization, the Council of Medical Speciality, uh, spe speciality, one of my French, the Council of Medical Specialty Societies, and the National Academy of Medicine. 
YouTube gives authoritative sources a boost in the algorithm and non-authoritative sources are suppressed. See, it's easier for them to say, you know, you, you've seen those, those, uh, um, uh, videos or cartoons or whatever, you know, comedies where you got a line of people and, and, you know, they, somebody says, okay, volunteer step forward. And, and, uh, nine out of 10 members of the line, they take a step back. Right. And the person who didn't take a step back, that's the person that stepped forward. This is kind of like how this is working, you know, versus them actually seeking misinformation and assuming that everybody, these are medical professionals. After all, we're not talking about just your average Joe. We're talking about doctors, uh, medical health providers, nurses, people that are supposed to know about this stuff, people that went to school for this stuff, instead of just saying, you know, these ones, we like these, but these ones, these ones are, are sharing information that we don't like. They're doing it in reverse. If you want to be liked, you have to apply. You have to get certified. You have to be accepted by the Google algorithm, and then we'll consider you reliable. And if you don't apply, even if you're not sharing bad information, if you don't apply, well, then you must be hiding something. You're probably a right-wing conspiracy theorist, QAnon, anti-vaxxer guy. The funny part is there's going to be many, 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 many people who are not anti-vaxxers, who are not sharing anything bad, at least bad considered by YouTube and their woke sensibilities. There will be people that will be penalized by this because they didn't apply. They didn't know to apply. They don't care. They just do their videos and throw them up there and they're done. They're just going to be sitting there wondering why all of a sudden their subscribers aren't seeing them. They're not getting any views. They're not getting any, any shares or likes. This is so idiotic. It goes beyond belief. Back to the blog post, it says, in the coming months, eligible channels will that have applied through this process will be given a health source information panel that identifies them as a licensed healthcare professional. And their videos will appear in relevant searches, search results in health content shelves. YouTube has been censoring medical information that contradicts the narrative of local health authorities and the WHO, even when information provided by the WHO turned out to be false. That's important because it's not just the WHO, it's, it is the CDC, the FDA. There are so many people out there who've had their accounts, I'm one of them, by the way, who've had their accounts banned for saying things that have been proven to be true. Of course, there's no recourse. And of course, there's no going back and, oh, well, now that we know that the who was wrong, we got to ban their account. We got to suppress that video. OK, it's all in real time, folks. So so it was right back then, even though it was wrong the whole time. This is about controlling information. They have to control hearts and minds. And the way they do that, they know that Google has the lion's share of searches. YouTube has the lion's share of videos watched. So they take advantage of it. Are they going to lose people? Absolutely. They lost me. I'm sure they lost many of you. And yet, there's still tens of millions, hundreds of millions, maybe billions of people worldwide that still go to these as the authoritative sources. But the authoritative sources that they recommend are not all of the authoritative sources. They're only getting one side of the picture, especially as it pertains to controversial issues issues that really shouldn't be controversial. We should be able to have discourse. That's kind of the entire intent, or the promise at least, maybe not the intent, but the promise of the internet from the beginning, and I was there. The promise was that we could have long-distance, diversified discourse. We could have doctors talking to each other, sharing ideas, arguing at times, agreeing with each other at other times. 
But now, there is no argument, there is no discord, there is no debate. They determine, they being the powers that be, the whoever the puppet masters over Google and YouTube and Alphabet and Facebook and, and all the rest, they are the ones that determine what truth is. We are in a post-truth society. Therefore, according to a post-truth society, there is an objective truth, and that objective truth is determined by whoever's in charge of that particular piece of truth. In this case, when it comes to medical information, it is going to be the World Health Organization, who, of course, is controlled or part of the globalist elite cabal. So in commemoration of my official permanent exit from YouTube, I'm going to play the ad, the ad that got me banned. So here, here it is. Have you taken the jab? Could you have been exposed to those who have been jabbed and maybe shedding on you? Dr. Zeb Zelenko's ZDTox formula makes your immune system clean, resilient, and resistant. Visit ZStackLife.com freedom. That's ZStackLife.com freedom. The first story, well, technically second story, if you count the first story as the first story, <laughs> or second story. Today also pertains to the jabs, of course, and uh, this is a story that you definitely won't find on YouTube because they they don't want you to know about the risks of myocarditis, especially as it pertains to young people. I, I would say that my audience, most of you, are very, very, very well aware of just how dangerous the jabs are and how they are the, the cause of myocarditis. But this new data that comes out, of, it's an article by Kyle Becker over at beckernews.com. Uh, this new data is it's shocking. I mean, even to those of us who know that that the COVID jabs do cause myocarditis in in uh, people, in recipients, but especially in young and healthy men, um, this this one blew me away. Let's go to the story. It new study, new Swiss study: COVID shots increase risk of myocarditis by eight hundred times, eight hundred times in young adults. In the article, the risk of myocarditis is 800 times higher for vaccinated than unvaccinated young adults, according to a recent Swiss study that is now gaining traction in the press. The results were based on the presentation by Professor Christian Mueller uh, from Basel, Switzerland, at the European Society of Cardiology Congress in August of 2022. Uh, quote from um, from the from them. Let's see, oh no, no, this is the the name of the conference. It was uh, myocarditis, inflammation, myocarditis after COVID-19 mRNA booster vaccination. I guess that was the presentation's name. According to the presentation at the conference, listen up. Prior to this study, there were no prospective data on post-vaccination myocardial, myocardial uh, lesions during vaccination with an mRNA vaccine. Only the most serious hospitalized myocarditis have been reported mainly affecting men under 18 years of age. The actual incidence of post-vaccination myocardial, myocardial lesions, gosh, i got to work in my English, lesions is 2.8% versus 0.0035% of myocarditis in retrospective studies. Myocardial lesions affect women more, uh, contrary to what is described in previous studies. That's new. The possibility of repeated doses of vaccine in order to maintain effective vaccination coverage should lead to great caution regarding possible repeated myocardial lesions and their impact on possible 
cardiovascular complications. Now, the, the key there, the, the key to all this, other than, of course, the stunning stat that it's 800 times more likely that you'll get myocarditis if you're vaccinated than if you're not, is, as he noted, that this is picking up some traction in the press. You know, we, we noted this. It's probably been mm, two, maybe three months. I started noticing that there was a, a loosening, I guess, of information being put out by corporate media, especially international corporate media, but you're even seeing it here in the United States where people are able to talk more about adverse reactions to the jabs. Uh, and at the time, I thought, ooh, this bodes ill because this means that they're going to be hitting us with pandemic panic theater 2.0. They're going to try to hit us with something before the the uh, the midterms. They're probably going to try to, to say, oh, yeah, the jabs, they're bad, but we've got new jabs that are available now, and they're much better, and they'll actually correct what the old jabs did. And the whole reason the, the, the old jabs were bad is because of Trump, because Trump rushed us, Operation Warp Speed. He wanted to get it out before the election, and so that screwed it all up, but it's okay. We got it fixed now. That was the narrative that I thought was going to come out. And that still might be the narrative, by the way. I'm not suggesting that that's off the table. I'm just saying that the chances of that coming out before the election are pretty much nil since the election is, what, nine days away? So so I was wrong about that prediction, at least from a timing perspective. I still think that's the case. I still think they are going to, to eventually fess up and say, and they're in the process of doing it now, slowly but surely, fess up and say that the vaccines were imperfect, it didn't really work, eh, but uh, it's not our fault. We would have been just fine if it wasn't for that darn Donald Trump and his Operation Warp Speed. He screwed everything up. Blame him, blame him, blame him. Now that I have you know, more, I guess, uh, 2020 vision to the past, I can see, of course, they weren't going to do it before the midterms, that it wouldn't really affect them. You know, okay, Blaming Donald Trump is not going to to help them beat J.D. Vance just because J.D. Vance supports Donald Trump. That's just not how voters work, okay? Endorsements don't work, really, I don't think. I'm not a, I, I th don't think that people take that into account very often, uh, at least most of the time. And uh, association doesn't work as long as it's, you know, because let's face it, most everybody and their dog believe that the, the vaccines were correct and good because of what big pharma, corporate media, and government told us. Plus, it would hurt the, the Biden regime if they were to put it out then. So my thought is they're going to try to roll this out, and it'll have more of an impact if they do it later, 2023, maybe even 2024, when they basically, again, point the finger at Donald Trump. So we will see how that goes. But this, again, the takeaway, media's talking about it, real takeaway is 800 times, 800 times more likely to get myocarditis if you've been vaccinated and if you have not. And of course, you won't find that on YouTube. So, gotta take a break. So we'll be right back. Stay tuned. I think it's surprising to many people when they hear that a good chunk of the precious metals companies out there, even ones that are recommended by fellow conservatives, fellow patriots, that these companies are actually donating, their executives or even the companies themselves are donating to the Democrat Party. They're participating or actively engaged in working with uh, companies affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party. This shocks people, but let's face it, this is that's capitalism. That's how money works. And and who's going to to benefit, you know, make the economy tank, make the dollar tank, and benefit gold and silver better than Democrats or the Chinese Communist Party. So I guess it makes sense to them. For me and for my audience, we recommend 
and America First Company, and actually two of them. You can go to jdrucker.com slash gold, jdrucker.com slash gold, and you'll find the two companies that I recommend. Pick one of them or both, and you will be very satisfied that you did. You know, leaving YouTube isn't so bad. It's, I would say most of us probably started our video journey uh, on the internet with YouTube. But look, Rumble, Brighteon, BitChute, Odyssey, Gab TV, there's so many out there that are excellent uh, that you're not going to see censored. Well, (laughs) you'll get to see censored material, material that's censored by YouTube. You won't have to, uh, to sift through the minutiae nearly as much because there just isn't as much content. Now, I would like to change that. Yeah, I'm doing my part. I post videos pretty much every day to all the various channels. And I would recommend if you do want to find me, because obviously you're not going to find me on YouTube anymore. If you do want to find me, you go to jdrucker.com slash find. That's jdrucker.com slash find. And you won't just find my video channels there. You'll find my social all that good stuff, uh, websites, that's the easiest way to find me is to go to jdrucker.com slash find. I am putting a lot more emphasis, by the way, now. Obviously, you, most of you uh, watch me on YouTube or listen on Apple Podcast or America Out Loud Talk Radio or Red State Talk Radio or any of the other various places, Brighteon, BitChute, as I said. Uh, but I started putting a lot more emphasis onto Gab TV simply because, look, here's the thing. I know that a lot of people have this, there's this stigma about Gab. It's like, oh, it's all anti-Semites. Look, I've never had a bad experience on Gab. Not once. Okay, I really haven't. Now, maybe I haven't been paying too much too much attention. I stick with my feed, and the people that I follow on my feed are, are rock solid. So it's I don't ever see any bad content. And, and even if I did, it's, look, it's I can choose to react to it or not. I can choose to follow people that post that or not. That's called freedom. Okay, so... So I'm not scared of Gab, and I love the fact that they they have their own servers. They're they're I could of all the sites that I'm on, Rumble, Bitchute, Brighteon, Odyssey, Clout Hub, Gab is the one that I would say is the by far the least likely to ever succumb to censorship. The biggest challenge with a lot of the and Brighteon is right there, by the way. So Brighteon and Gab, Brighteon and Gab, I would say both of them are more likely to to succumb to technological issues than anything else, more so than, than censorship, you know, with Rumble and, and maybe Bit shoots up there as well. Yeah, I don't know as much about them as I do about, you know, Andrew Torba or Mike Adams or the people that are behind Brighteon and, and Gab. Uh, but I will say this, that with Rumble, anyone who is on an app, okay, any, any social site, any video site, anybody who has a YouTube, I'm sorry, a, a Google Android or an Apple app, there's going to be a push to censor them through the apps. You know, we saw this with Parler. Parler had to make a lot of changes before they were allowed to even have apps anymore. We've seen this with with even Truth Social. You know, I know it's Trump's Trump social network, but let's face it. I mean, there are certain things you can't say, including stuff about the, the jabs. I've seen them ban people. They banned, I think, didn't they ban Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, who I've had on the show many times? So I look at it as a a diverse content experience. This is why I recommend folks make accounts at all these various places, 
that you can find. You don't have to spend all your time there, but have options. Be be ready. Be available to find the people that you're going to be following. Because don't forget, there was a time when I wouldn't have gotten banned four times by YouTube based on the same content. Things have changed, and that doesn't you know th- things aren't necessarily done changing. I know a lot of people are super excited about about Twitter and, and Elon Musk. I'm hey, I'm happy. I'm happy about it, but I'm not going to jump up and down because Twitter, even Twitter is beholden to Apple and Google. And a lot of the censorship that happens filters through the apps. Okay. They, they wield that the ability to even have an app on their store. They use that as a weapon to promote censorship of their own. It's slightly different from the terms of service censorship that you see on Facebook or YouTube or whatever, but it's censorship. Nonetheless, like I said, parlor found that out the hard way. Gab found that out. Thought, well, not, not nearly as hard. Gab, Gab, I think they they were ready for it, and so they've they've just not they didn't bow to anybody. They just didn't put a put a YouTube or a uh, Android or or Apple apps out there. So it is what it is. Right now, I think Rumble is safe. That's not to say that this growing uh, app based publicly traded company is going to be immune to cancel culture forever. We yeah this so. So yeah, I want you to subscribe to me on on Rumble for sure. Uh, on Apple, I'm shocked that I'm still allowed on Apple. I'm not on Spotify. They banned me long ago, you know. So point being, jdrucker.com/find. Another person that got banned very recently, good friend of mine, Peter McCullough. I think he's been on my show like four times. Uh, we've chatted offline multiple times. I've um, I'm talking to him about a company that he's working with. There's there's a great relationship there. And he got he got axed by the uh, medical board just recently. Um ugly stuff. So let's go to that story over at the Gateway Pundit. Marxist medical boards strip top doctor Peter McCullough's medical credentials for speaking the truth about COVID vaccines. According to the article, one of the most respected doctors in the world and top cardiologists and epidemiologists in the country had his license revoked for speaking the truth about the dangers of COVID vaccines. Dr. McCullough is an internist, cardiologist, and epidemiologist who testified to the Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Government Affairs in November of 2020. Dr. McCullough is a cardiologist and was vice chief of internal medicine at Baylor University Medical Center and a professor at Texas A&M University. McCullough is editor-in-chief of the journals Reviews in Cardiovascular Medicine and Cardiorenal Medicine. He was and is an advocate for early COVID-19 treatment that included hydroxychloroquine. He's been right about everything throughout the pandemic. He is one of the first doctors who sounded the alarm on the COVID-19 vaccines and explained how they all make the dangerous Wuhan spike protein. It's alarming, is a quote from McCullough in an interview with uh, Rose Unplugged on uh, 1320 AM WJAS. He said, it's alarming right now. We have had over 4,400 deaths and 14,000 hospitalizations. That is probably only the tip of the iceberg. And that date is old because it's actually a lot more than that now. And he is correct. That is the tip of the iceberg. That's only what's reported to, to Veers and other data sources. We know that based upon Harvard studies, based upon CDC studies, that whatever you see, you can multiply that by somewhere between 10 and 100, because only 10%, between 1% and 10% of people who do experience adverse reactions actually report them appropriately. So 4,400 deaths at that time, which again, the number is much higher. Reality means there was 44,000 all the way up to 440,000 deaths, maybe even more. We don't know. 
And we'll never know. That's one of those things that that data, we're, we're living in a world where data like that is going to be suppressed by you know, everybody, corporate media. Obviously, you're not going to find that one on YouTube, not, not in the long shot. Back to the article. He said, pregnant women, women of childbearing years, children, or healthy people under 50 should not get the jab. And I would argue that nobody should get the jab. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead. I'm not a doctor. I'm probably going to get banned now on Apple. I just was bragging about how I hadn't been banned on Apple, but now they're going to say, oh, look, this guy giving medical advice. He's not a doctor. He's not board certified. Well, I'm just my talking to dozens, literally dozens of doctors about this. My recommendation is echoing theirs. This isn't something that I came up with myself. Okay. Dr. McCullough is on the light end of the, the uh, stop the jab movement. Others that I've talked talk to have said absolutely positively, don't get that jab anywhere near you. I don't care if you're 95 years old, do not get the jab. So just echoing what they're saying. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Oh, let's see. Dr. McCall explained how all COVID-19 vaccines produce the dangerous Wuhan spike protein and what that does to a person's body. He added that COVID-19 vaccines have become a social menace and explained out how it has been socially weaponized. And we've all experienced this. Okay. We're probably about to experience it again, unfortunately, with the uh, Christmas season coming, people gathering for, for Thanksgiving, for Christmas. You know, we had, um, I, I did not use my power of hosting Christmas. Was it? No, it was Thanksgiving. And was it last year? Yeah, I think, I think it was last year. I did not use my power as the host of, of Thanksgiving to prevent my my uh, daughter's vaccinated boyfriend from coming. I let him let him in. Took the risk of him shedding on us. <laughs> Folks, listen up. I've got something crucial to share with you today. In this uncertain world, you need to be prepared for anything, especially when it comes to your health. That's where the wellness company comes in, offering you peace of mind in a box with their medical emergency kit. Picture this. You're faced with a medical emergency and you need quick, effective treatment. The wellness company's medical emergency kit is like having a strategic arsenal of life-saving medications right at your fingertips. From proven treatments like ivermectin to generic Z-Packs and amoxicillin, this kit has got you covered. But that's not all. Every kit comes with a medical emergency guidebook, ensuring you have the knowledge to use these medications safely and effectively. It's like having a medical professional right there with you when you need it most. And here's the kicker. Use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health/ffn. That's right, folks. 10% off, peace of mind in a box. Don't wait until it's too late. Get your medical emergency kit today and be ready for whatever comes your way. Stay safe, stay prepared with a wellness company. Again, Use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health slash FFN. But I know a lot of people, it was the other way around. Okay. You, you may be one of those people who your family, your friends, your, your loved ones said you couldn't come over. You couldn't come to family gatherings because you might kill grandma. Literally, that's what they were thinking. Why? Because you didn't get jabbed. And this is ridiculous. He's uh, McCullough's right. Dr. McCullough's right when he says that this has been socially weaponized. 
Back to the article. According to McCullough, the COVID-19 pandemic was premeditated by public health officials working in tandem with medical elites. And the evidence of this has been made clear well before the first reports of COVID outbreaks in late 2019 during an interview with Joe Rogan. In order to promote mass adoption of the experimental vaccine, McCullough says health officials purposely suppressed treatments and refrained from compiling a treatment protocol to combat the virus in hopes that people would be so afraid that they would uh, just take the jab. McCullough, who's also an epidemiologist, isn't just spouting off wild, baseless claims. He explained his reasoning behind his shocking conclusion by walking through the Bradford Hill tenets of causality in order to demonstrate the link between the vaccines and the current wave of excess deaths. The Bradford Hill tenets are widely considered to be the standard when evaluating cause and effect. It is regularly used in public health research and is defined as, quote, a group of nine principles that can be useful in establishing epidemiological evidence of a causal relationship between a presumed cause and an observed effect, according to Wikipedia. On Saturday, Dr. McCullough informed Steve Kirsch that he was terminated as the editor-in-chief of Cardiorenal Medicine and Reviews on Cardiovascular Medicine on Friday. Is what he said. And listen to this. Listen to what he says, because this is very chilling. He said, I was terminated as editor-in-chief of cardiorenal medicine and reviews in cardiovascular medicine after years of service and rising impact factors. There was no phone call, no board meeting, no due process, just emails or certified letters. Powerful dark forces are working in academic medicine to expunge any resistance to the vax. Let me repeat that. Powerful dark forces are working in academic medicine to expunge any resistance to the vax. Yesterday, I was stripped of my board certification in internal medicine and cardiology after decades of perfect clinical performance, board scores, and hundreds of peer-reviewed publications. None of this will stop until there is a needle in every arm. Sad, 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 but unfortunately, he is probably correct. Senator Ron Johnson, who he has testified before, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, says, according to Twitter, he said, hearing Dr. Peter McCullough has been stripped of his medical certification. On what basis did this occur? He has dedicated his life to saving others. This is outrageous and must be reversed. And I do hope it is. I hope that, you know, I think eventually it will be, especially once the truth continues to come out. I mean, it's already coming out. If this continues... If we start learning more and more every day that the jabs are hurting people, that they're not effective in any way, that there there are studies out there that are showing negative efficacy, you are more likely today to to contract COVID-19 if you've been vaccinated at least three times than if you've never been vaccinated at all. What is the purpose? They say, oh, well, it will reduce hospitalizations and deaths. Wrong. That's not true. They have demonstrated again in other studies that your risk factor, if you do catch COVID, if you've been vaccinated and you catch COVID, your risk factor for certain age groups actually goes up. At the very worst case, or I guess best case scenario, it is level with, equal to those who have been who have not been vaccinated at all. So there is literally zero reason to get vaccinated other than to harm yourself and make yourself more likely to contract and or die from COVID-19. That's the only reason you would get jabbed. If you want to be like, okay, you know what? I really want COVID, 
I want it so badly. I want it. I want to get sick. I want to risk, risk whatever comes with it. I want to, I want to increase my chances of death. Okay. If you're that idiot. Yeah. You want to get jabbed. If you're not that idiot, then stay away from the needles and keep the needles away from every, everybody that you know, there's no way they will be able to get me or my family jabbed. I can guarantee you that not without a lot of burly men with guns. Okay, that's the only way. I mean, they will have to take me out before I will allow anybody to stick a needle in the arm of my family, the arms of, of anyone in my family or me. These are choices people have to make. And I know a lot of you have to make that choice. You were pressured. You had to choose between the jab or your job. You had to choose between going to school or not. But these are still choices. I sympathize. I empathize. I do feel badly for you. Okay, but going forward, don't do it anymore. If you've been jabbed, stop. It appears, and again, I'm not a doctor. I have to keep repeating that for whatever reason. You guys know I'm not a doctor. I mean, look how I dress. I don't look like a doctor. I look look like a, like a 1960s journalist. I need a need a hat, a little notebook. You know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not a doctor. But the studies that I've seen, the doctors that I've spoken to all seem to agree that, number one, the jabs are bad. Number two, the negative effects from the jabs, the adverse reactions, the lowered immune system, they are cumulative. The more you get jabbed, the worse off you are. So stop. If you haven't been jabbed, don't get jabbed. If you've been jabbed, don't get jabbed anymore. That's the moral of the story here. Okay. This is why, you know, and there's a little bit of, it's funny because I wouldn't post all of my videos to YouTube anyway, but now I don't even have to think about it. I'm just, I already know. I'm not going to post any of this to YouTube, so I don't have to hold back whatsoever. This one, the only thing now I have to watch for, do I post it to Facebook or not? Obviously this one, eh, not going to make it to Facebook either. Probably won't put it on Twitter, you know, not until, not until things change. If they do change with Elon Musk, we'll see about that. I do... I will get Dr. McCullough back on my show. As a matter of fact, I'll email him during the break. We'll take a break here in a second. I'll send him an email, see if we can't get him on the show tomorrow. He's usually pretty responsive. For a guy as busy as he was, I will admit, he just he's Johnny on the spot. Okay, He knows he will hop on there and talk to you in a moment's notice. We love that guy. And uh, I am very, very sad that he's being professionally hit on multiple fronts from multiple directions. Not good. Great for Dr. Peter McCullough. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's J.D. Rucker. I wanted to talk to you real quick about the future. Seems like everything's going crazy. Okay, we've got food crisis, supply chain issues, border crisis, war in Ukraine. They're going after Donald Trump. The globalists are really pushing for the great reset. It's happening. Everything that everything is going wrong. The economy is tanking. Okay. I have put together a list of sponsors that you can find at jdrucker.com slash prepare. That's jdrucker.com slash prepare. As those who have listened to me or watched me for a long time know, I do not pick out sponsors based upon how lucrative they will be. I pick out sponsors because I believe in their products. I stick with these sponsors for an extended period of time. I test them out. I vet them out. I make sure they are America first companies, that they're not donating to Democrats, that they're not beholden to the Chinese Communist Party. So check it out, 
jdrucker.com slash prepare, jdrucker.com slash prepare. God bless America. I wish I could say that the World Health Organization's influence control ends with YouTube, but it does not. Of course, we already know they have complete control over Google and how Google portrays the, the vaccines, the COVID-19 itself, how they were stifling, quashing, suppressing information about the the uh, anything contrary to the, the bat soup theory that was being pushed by Anthony Fauci and his cronies for so long, uh, a theory that is now thoroughly debunked. I don't care. People, it's funny because I keep seeing more stories pop up. I'm thinking to myself, my gosh, this was debunked months ago. Um, many of us didn't believe it from the beginning, but it was thoroughly debunked months ago. And yet we still see every few days a new story. New shocking details revealed that it was probably man made. This was probably the gain of function research. Whatever, whatever it takes. I'm not going to rip on those who continue to push that narrative because it's true. It is true that this was not a a natural cause, that this did not come from bat soup or any other soup or any other bats or any other animals other than bats. This came from a lab. We know this. We've known this for a while. But if it's going to take continuing to repeat that and have more studies and more more data and more evidence that that's true, that that's what it's going to take to wake up the masses, so be it. I'm not going to rip on that. But again, we're not just talking about YouTube. We're not just talking about Google. We're not just talking about corporate media or big pharma. Unfortunately, even the the lack of scientific understanding is in our own Pentagon. And we've seen this with the continuation of the VAX mandates there. Now, I will say this. As I noted when I was speaking with uh, Man in America, Seth Holhouse, the other day, and in my past conversations with Lieutenant General Thomas McInerney, we have discussed the idea that it's very important if this is a an attempt by somebody, whether it's the Chinese Communist Party, the World Economic Forum, the Council for Inclusive Capitalism, or anybody else uh, amongst the globalists, amongst the the um, Chinese Communist Party, whoever it is that's attacking America, it is it is their goal, one of their goals, to make sure that our military is as weak as possible. Which is why, no matter what happens, they're going to continue to push for military men and women to get vaccinated. Um, as General McInerney had noted, they will go after, and this was, keep in mind, this is back in February, okay? February of 2021, when he was telling me this, he said, look, if the China, and we weren't even talking about the, the globalists at that point, we were just talking about the Chinese Communist Party. If the Chinese Communist Party wanted to get a bioweapon through the vaccines into Americans, they would make sure that they would go after healthcare Healthcare professionals, uh, first responders, and the military. Those three are the, basically, if you could take them out, then you could take America out a lot more easily. And that seems to be, I mean, those happen to be three industries, three professions that are, that they're most adamant. They, the powers that be are most adamant about getting jabbed. An article over at uh, WND highlights this push, this continued push by by our, our woke Biden-Harris regime Pentagon. According to the article, this is by Art Moore over at WND The Science, question mark, Pentagon absolutely dug in on vaccine mandate. According to the article, 
amid the acknowledgement by health officials that the mRNA vaccines don't stop COVID-19 infections and transmission as promised, the Pentagon has not lifted its mandates causing untold damage to morale and recruiting in Army National Guard Special Forces soldiers said. There's a quote from Army Sergeant Lonnie Posey talking to Fox News Digital uh, in a video conversation with Representative Mike Waltz from Florida. Says, there's just a growing frustration among the ranks. Amongst the ranks. Yeah, I, I don't doubt it. Many soldiers reluctantly took the vaccine so they would not be expelled, Posey added, but they definitely will not get a booster. Soldiers were required to be fully vaccinated by June 30th, but many are still waiting for an answer to their accommodation requests and have not and have been forced to stop training. Nobody can give us an answer on anything, he said. And we're just kind of waiting with our heads laying in a guillotine and unable to serve in a full-time capacity, and it's extremely frustrating. We're just floating ambiguously out there. Commanders, they, they can't give guidance, and everybody's too afraid to say anything to be held liable for, something that might not be true in the long run. And I think that long run, by the way, is, is here now. He said, according to the article, the, a major consequence, the sergeant said, is that combat readiness is dwindling, noting eight soldiers who were, will, were to be deployed next month have been pulled. That's over half of a small team that actually deploy on a special mission that now can't deploy over a virus that 99.98% survivabil uh, uh, survivability rate against. We're just waiting. We can't go to any kind of training to further our skills and keep the toolbox the tools in the toolbox sharp just because we don't have these vaccines. On Monday, finding that, quote, being vaccinated does not prevent an individual from contracting or transmitting COVID-19, the New York State Supreme Court ordered the reinstatement of all New York City employees who were fired for not being vaccinated for the disease. Uh, Joe Biden, who was infected with COVID-19 in July after receiving four shots and promising the vaccines would prevent infection on Tuesday, urged all Americans to get a booster, claiming it's incredibly effective. However, the bivalent vaccine already has failed CDC Director Russia Walensky, and a preprint study released October 24th by Dr. David Ho, a prominent virologist at Columbia University in New York City, found that the new boosters produce fewer antibodies than the original vaccine. Wow, they're actually getting worse. They didn't work, and now they're getting worse, and they want you to get the jab. As Dr. Peter McCullough said, they won't stop until there's a needle in every arm. They are in the middle of a recruiting crisis. Uh, that's enough. You get the idea. Pentagon. Woke. Bad enough. But also going anti-science. Doing the bidding of the World Health Organization. This is their, their goal. I mean, they haven't. it's not their stated goal. They won't come out and say it, but let's face it. They are. YouTube. They are. Google. They are. Everybody's pushing, everybody, at least the powers that be, everybody that they control, they're pushing to make the World Health Organization the dominant force in not just healthcare and not just pandemics. They want the World Health Organization to have control over us, over our sovereignty, over our freedoms based on climate change. This is something that I've talked about in the past, something that I will talk about again in the very near future, the pandemic treaty, which I think most people still think, you know, that got killed in May or July or whenever, whenever they think it was killed, it was never killed. It was just postponed. It was delayed. It's still in the, in, in the works. And the next time a, another pandemic rears its ugly head, we can expect, we can expect them to make 
a wholehearted push. It's a clown world, a clown world we live in. So let's end the show today with a little bit of, we'll get into some more conspiratorial stuff. You know, I like to focus on the science, but sometimes, you know, we, we have to, as a population, as as free Americans, we have to explore some of the, the, I guess you could say, more fringe ideas. Because let's face it, in 2022, going into 2023, if there's one thing we've learned over the last two and a half years, it's that these quote-unquote conspiracy theories, many of them turn out to be true. This is one I've not explored. I haven't, I've only talked about this a little bit with Dr. Sherry Tenpenny and a little bit with Dr. Carrie Madej. I think that's it. I don't think I've talked to anybody. Oh, maybe a little bit with Dr. Brian Artis. But uh, I haven't really gotten into the the uh, the graphene aspect of the jabs. Not for any other reason, but because it's covered enough. Okay, you can find it on a lot of shows. And so that hasn't been my thing. But we're going to touch on it today because, by golly, after getting banned by YouTube again, or self-banning, I should say, uh, I'm feeling feeling kind of spiffy. So let's let's get to some conspiracy stuff. This is from Ethan Huff over at Natural News. Doctor claims graphene sheds from vaccinated to unvaccinated, resulting in destroyed blood cells and clots. According to the article, could it be that Wuhan coronavirus vaccines are shedding graphene and who knows what else onto the unvaccinated, destroying their bodies in a similar way to the quote-unquote fully vaccinated? According to Dr. Philippe Van Welbergen, this is exactly what is happening. Welbergen has taken a particular interest in the graphene components of the shots of the shots which appear to be self-assembling inside people's bodies as large fibers and unidentified structures that turn to clots. In some cases, these clots are gaining magnetic properties that, that Welberger, Welbergen and others believe are capable of facilitating an electrical charge. These are complex biostructures, in other words. Up until now, it was mostly believed that the graphene-based clots stick with the person into whom they were injected, but there is now evidence to suggest that the unvaccinated might be picking them up as well via shedding. For those who don't know, shedding is where you, know, you could have, basically it makes vaccines contagious, so to speak. You get vaccinated, you whether it's the spike proteins themselves, which seems to be impossible according to Dr. Tenpenny, but if there's other aspects such as graphene, such as, um, I don't know, again, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, I'm not particularly smart, but this all concerns me, so... Maybe I might have to rethink having my uh, my daughter's boyfriend over for Thanksgiving this year. We'll see. <laughs> He's been jabbed. He's a Bernie guy. Don't ask. Anyway, here we go. So, so that's what shedding is. Now they're saying that that graphene, which they have found, which has caused these these weird shots or clots, I should say, that embalmers are finding and coroners are finding. And it's like, what in the world is all this? They've never seen anything like it. Now they're seeing it in pretty much everybody who's been jabbed. It's a serious question. <laughs> I mean, we need answers to this, and yet it doesn't seem like anybody is providing them. Not at least no nobody in the quote unquote mainstream. We have to we have to go to those who are a bit more fringe. Those and keep in mind a lot of these people, especially there was this embalmer. Uh, he was either an embalmer or a funeral home director or something like that down in Australia or New Zealand. I know I'm I'm botching this. Um, who came out and reiterated what was found in Scotland of all places. And these are people that have they have no nothing to gain by this. Okay, that's they, they they just they found it. They're like, we've never seen this one guy in particular. He'd been he's been doing this for four decades. And he said he'd never seen anything like this. And he says it's usually within people 
who have died within two weeks of getting a COVID injection. 95%, I think, is what he said. Maybe it was 100%. I don't know. But point is that there's no incentive here. Okay, there's no, it's not like, oh, well, by claiming this, he's going to write a book or he's going to get paid somehow or he's going to get to stroke his ego. Okay, he's getting demonized locally by his customers, even by the press. So there's no benefit here. They're just trying to spread the truth. It's not like when I say, you know, we have to turn to the fringe. We have to turn to people who have seen the truth in many cases and who have become believers in what a lot of us have been saying for a long time. Back to the article. If you're unvaccinated, stay away from the vaccinated as much as possible. Hey, that's been my philosophy for a long time. The medical director of a place called Biometric uh, Biomedical Clinics, Wellbergen, was one of the very first experts to warn the public about the blood damage caused by Fauci flu shots. Last year, he released images of blood samples that he captured under a microscope. Those images showed a disturbing presence of strange artifacts described as, quote, tube-like structures and particles that, quote, lit up and damaged cell many cells. Many of Wellbergen's patients started to develop strange symptoms not long after COVID injections were unleashed through Operation Warp Speed, which is why he first began investigating the matter. Patients that got jabbed would complain about sudden bouts of chronic fatigue, dizziness, memory problems, and even paralysis. Women well past reproductive age were suddenly having periods again as well. The blood samples collected from these patients revealed that the graphene-generated structures had all but completely decimated every blood cell in sight. Prior to Operation Warp Speed, Wellbergen had never before seen such formations occurring in patients' blood. They clearly started forming once the shots started going inside arms, though few besides Wellbergen were brave enough to admit it, even they, uh, if they even noticed the change at all. Wellbergen would later appear on a South African community channel called Loving Life TV to discuss the matter in depth. He showed his slides to viewers and explained what it was that was on them. During the program, he also showed blood slides collected from, quote, vaccine-free patients, meaning those who refused the jabs. Sadly, some of those also showed signs of having been infected with vaccine toxins through shedding. I'll leave this in the notes. You can read the rest of the article. Uh, scary stuff. Scary stuff. You know, people sometimes ask, you know, what's going to happen if the truth comes out, when the truth comes out? We do believe the truth is eventually going to come out. I mean, especially if we're right and people start dying even more than they're dying now. If excess death rates go beyond their ability to gaslight and lie and propagandize the 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 masses, if people really start asking questions, looking at the data, believing their own eyes instead of listening to the, the talking heads and the puppets and Big Pharma and Anthony Fauci and Joe Biden and Rochelle Walensky, they stop listening to those people and start paying attention. What's going to happen? You know, I think a lot of people have this this vision of, oh, you know, we'll be vindicated. You know, they'll finally that, you know, Uncle Charlie, who wouldn't let me over for Christmas, he's going to be begging me for information, begging. He's going to be begging me for forgiveness. Folks, that's not how this stuff works. If we are right, if there is this massive conspiracy against the world, especially against the United States that pertains to the COVID vaccines, and if that conspiracy is revealed in a way that makes people angry, they're not going to just be angry at those of the people. It's human nature for them to be angry at us. Okay, this is there's this aspect of human envy that 
coincides with regret to make people lash out against those who were in some way better, smarter, more careful, whatever you want to call it. You know, just more, more conspiratorial, more, more skeptical. They're not going to like us. They're not going to be like, oh my gosh, you guys are the smart ones. We're stupid. They're going to be like, you know, damn it, this sucks, you know, and then they're going to lash out against us. We have to be ready for that. Now, this is the part where people will say, okay, so, so it's all bad news then is what you're saying. It's like, no, 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 not at all. Again, the truth is coming out and that's been the goal. One of the goals for, from the beginning, we have to continue to push that because the sooner we can get the truth out there, that means the fewer jabs are going to go and the fewer arms, as, as few of arms as possible. We need people to never get jabbed. And if they've been jabbed, we need those people to stop getting jabbed. We're going to need allies. And when I say it's human nature for people to lash out, that doesn't mean everybody's going to lash out. That means that a lot of people will. There will be other people that will be like, oh, my gosh, you were right. Okay, what do we do now? How do we fix this? What's the recourse? First thing you should tell them is not to go to YouTube or Google to try to find answers. <laughs> go to jdrucker.com slash find, and I'm sure you'll find plenty of places for, for me or others to help you to to learn what to do, okay? I'm a big fan. I don't know. If, I'm not a doctor, as I said now for the fourth time this episode. I'm not a doctor, but I am a big fan of Dr. Zev Zelenko's nutraceuticals. You can get them at zstacklife.com slash freedom, zstacklife.com slash freedom. Pick up some nutraceuticals. He's got Z Detox. You can determine from the name what that's supposed to mean. He's got Z-Stack Life Protocol, which I take. Okay, these are things that... You know, Dr. Sherry Tenmeni, I've now mentioned three times during this show, you know, she says, pray. That's it. That's all you can do. Pray to be healed. Pray for forgiveness. Pray to be healed. Because only God can fix this. I don't know what the answer is. All I know is that we need to spread the truth. We need to slow the or stop the spread of the va vaccines, the so-called vaccines. We need to make people aware. We need to gather allies. We need to get ready for what's to come. And no, I'm not all doom and gloom about this. I think there's we still have opportunities here. We can fix this, Lord willing, we can fix this. It will be based upon his, his time schedule. So keep that in mind. Opportunities and pray whether you've been vaxxed or not. Read your Bibles, whether you've been vaxxed or not. That's the advice I can give you. Lord willing, I will be back very soon with another episode. But in the meantime, you all stay strong, stay safe, and God bless. My good friend, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, he left us way too early. I'm so sad that he is gone, uh, but his legacy does continue. We do still support his foundation. We still support his company that is still benefiting the, the masses across the world. Those who have either been jabbed or maybe you've been, been um, exposed to those who may be shedding on you. That's uh, becoming more and more likely as being the case more times you're jabbed, the worse off you are, and the more you're likely to shed on others. Now, even if you've never been jabbed, you're not around other people very often, you should still consider getting Z-Detox or Z-Stack Life Protocol, either one. Both of them will help your immune system. It's been demonstrated by scientists, demonstrated by doctors, including Dr. Zev Zelenko. So go to zstacklife.com slash freedom. That's zstacklife.com dot com slash freedom and get Z Detox or Z Stack Life Protocol today.